welcome to the Turn Up the Volume on Your Voice podcast with Charlotte Foster. Turn Up the Volume on Your Voice is a podcast all about podcasting. My name is Charlotte and I've been podcasting since 2017. Before that, I was in radio. In fact, first time I went live behind a microphone was in 1998. Yes, that was last century. I love listening to podcasts, making podcasts and helping others make podcasts too. All through my business, Charlotte Foster Podcasts. I promise you I am far more creative when it comes to podcasting than I am when it comes to making up names for businesses. Hello, welcome to this week's episode of Turn Up the Volume on Your Voice. Hope you are well. Talked a lot last week about podcast confidence. Well, this week, staying on the same theme. So what do Tom Hanks, Michelle Obama, Kate Winslet, Jodie Foster, Agatha Christie, and the CEO of Starbucks, that's Howard Schultz, all have in common with, well, me, and probably you at some point. Well, only Kate Winslet grew up in the same county as me, in fact, pretty much the same town as me, so that's not it, because Michelle Obama did not grow up down the road, although, although saying that, Barack Obama's half-brother lived down the road from me, just saying. And Barack Obama used went to a pub I used to hang out in as a, as a teenager and a 20-something um, and was there for his half-brother's um, stag party. Fun fact, but it's not that. That is not what I have in common with them people growing up and living in and around Berkshire. And it's not the fact that I share the same surname because it's only Jodie Foster and I who have the same surname. So that's not it either. And boy, how much do I wish I could say we've all got the same level of money in the bank. That's what we have in common. (laughs) No, that's not it. It's, of course, guessing by the title of this podcast, it's all experiencing imposter syndrome at least once or more or maybe all of our lives. And you know what? Me, Tom, Michelle, Kate, Jodie, Agatha, Howard, we're in very good company because according to the International Journal of Behavioural Science, 70% of people, 70, 70, nearly three quarters, 70% of people go through those feelings. Here's another one who uh, who says he goes through a bit of this. Seth Godin, he put it in one of his blogs. Yes, you are an imposter. So am I. And so is everyone else. Superman still lives on Krypton and the rest of us are just doing our best. He's good at this, isn't he, old Seth Godin? And we are. We are all just doing our best. And whilst, do you know what? Our best is good enough. It doesn't always feel this way. So in this episode, I want to talk about imposter syndrome and in particular how imposter syndrome can affect you and your podcast. To do this, I have done some research. Yep, hear that? That's me typing on my keyboard, researching. Hopped onto amazon.co.uk and typed in imposter syndrome in the search. Guess how many results it's come up with? 588. So I'm going to say imposter syndrome is quite the thing. 
Um, what I will add, though, at this point, and it's important I say this, my surname is Foster, just like Jodie. And yes, I do introduce myself many a time, including embarrassingly at medical related places uh, when I say, oh, my name's Charlotte Foster. And they go, oh, can I just double check the surname spelling? Yeah, Foster, like the doctor. No, I am in no way, shape or form medically qualified. In fact, I would go so far as to say I am more likely to get an Oscar like my sister from another Mr. Jodie Foster, but as I would ever do to get an actual medical qualification like Dr. Foster, the one that went to Gloucester. So if you are worried about anything you hear in this episode and you're thinking, actually, some of the thoughts I have maybe need a bit more looking at, then please see somebody who knows what they're talking about. They are qualified to do what they're talking about. Went to medical school, maybe, or at least has relevant training and qualifications. Promise? promise, promise, promise. Thank you. Dr. Foster, over and out. So what is imposter syndrome then? Well, whilst researching, yeah, that's me typing on the keyboard again, researching this, I discovered that the term is actually much older than I thought it was. I'll admit, I assumed imposter syndrome was something that was dreamt up by millennials. Mm -mm. Turns out it's actually older than borderline Gen Xer me. It comes from a study that was conducted in 1978 by Pauline Rose Clance and Suzanne Imes of Georgia State University. The title of this study is called <clears throat> The Imposter Phenomenon. Can't say that word. The Imposter Phenomenon in the High Achieving. <laughs> I can't even say achieving. Lost the G there. That's my readingness coming through. I'll start again. The Imposter Phenomenon in High Achieving Women, Dynamics and Therapeutic Intervention. I will link to that, uh, that study if you want to have a look at it, because I've had a look at the study. And for something that's 43 years old, not a lot has changed. Apart from a few things, they mainly focus on women, obviously, as it says so in the title. And they don't think that actually men get imposter syndrome, but clearly, clearly men do suffer from um, from imposter syndrome. But it can pretty much be summed up as a feeling that you have only got to where you are by fooling everybody else. You're just waiting to be found out. You're a fraud. Luck has got you this far. God, that's so, so sad to think that, isn't it? Then I went to the dictionary because I do love dictionary corner. According to the dictionary, the full definition is the persistent inability to believe that one's success is deserved or has been legitimately achieved as a result of one's own efforts or skills. Ah, oh, it's all a bit depressing, isn't it, really? So did a bit more digging, dug a bit deeper and there's a few ways that imposter syndrome can kind of show itself, manifest itself, just appear in your life. Now, pretty sure that what I found is not an exhaustive list, but it's one that I found online and one I'm going to share with you. So these are some of the, I want to say symptoms. Yeah, let's go with symptoms of imposter syndrome. So an extreme lack of self-confidence, feelings of inadequacy, never being good enough, always wanting more, a constant comparison to other people, 
anxiety, self-doubt, distrust in one's own intuition and capabilities, negative self-talk, dwelling on the past, irrational fears of the future. And here's, here's the biggie, shrugging off accolades. So when someone says that was good, well done, you just go, no, yeah, or no, no, it wasn't me. No, well, actually, yeah, nothing to do with me. No, no. No, it's just luck. I just got I got lucky when I did that. Oh yeah, I don't know how I managed that. Lucky. Oh, what a fluke. <gasps> no, nothing to do with me. If you're anything like me, you've probably nodded your head or mentally ticked off a fair few of those. And you know what? That's okay. In my 100% unqualified mind, it's normal, I think, to experience some of these. Although negative self-talk can do one, right? Get rid of that. No negative self-talk here. Thank you very much. And also, while I'm on it, I'm pretty sure all my irrational fears of the future over the last 18 months haven't felt so irrational anymore. The pandemic has put an end to irrational fears. Everything feels rational now. Nothing feels irrational. (laughs) So people with imposter syndrome tend then to be those utter perfectionists where nothing is good enough. Nothing you do is good enough if you're one of these perfectionists and you don't trust anybody else to do it, do you? Yeah? So you're just spending ridiculous amounts of time, ridiculous amounts of effort and ridiculous amounts of energy making sure everything is done perfectly. Or maybe version two of you're procrastinating the days away because of the fear the fear is in capital letters, the fear of it all. And then when you get it done, after procrastinating your life away, you just go, well, that was lucky. Oh, fluked that again. Oof, don't know how that happened. Does any, all of that sound familiar? And if you're feeling like this when it comes to your podcast, you are not alone. I told you a little bit of this last week because I started this podcast with a huge sense of I'm not good enough. I was worried people would listen to it and then they'd find me out. They'd discover my whole life was me going from one fluke to another. You know, none of my successes were down to me. None of my successes were because I was good at what I do. It was just luck. I was just lucky. Uh, I only got my jobs in radio because I fooled the interviewers. They didn't know the real me. I was able to put on a performance for one one, one hour, whatever it was, and get in. That was what it was. <laughs> I know, right? And then, of course, when it came to podcasting, oh, I'm just making it up as I go along. I don't really know what I'm talking about. So, oh, gosh, I can't tell people. I can't tell people about podcasting because I don't know any of it. That's why it took me 18 months of having my own podcasting business to actually start this podcast about how to podcast. And also why when I first started doing this podcast, I committed one of the worst podcast sins. Thou shalt not be inconsistent with your publishing schedule. I was all over the place. And the reason I was all over the place and not publishing broadcasting, putting out the episodes was because I didn't believe in me. I was scared that if I put something out there, someone would come back and go, yeah, but Charlotte, what do you know? Charlotte, you don't know any of this. Charlotte, you've been making it up as you go along. Charlotte, you're not right. Charlotte, Charlotte, Charlotte. And the only person who was saying that was me. Says it all. 
I genuinely thought I would lose the business, <laughs> which I'm only laughing because it's me, because it's such a rational, irrational feeling. But at the same time, the, the fear just gets to you. So then I had to make sure it was overdone, over, it had to be utterly perfect. And then the procrastination took over. So I totally get if you're feeling the imposter syndrome when it comes to your podcast and that's what's stopping you from doing it because who are you to be saying you are good enough to be talking about your subject, your business, your industry on a podcast and putting yourself out there as an authority because that's what we do. That's what podcasting is about. It's what I tell you you should have a podcast for because you want to assert your authority in your sphere. I get it. I utterly, utterly get it. But clearly something's changed because here I am talking to you. I've been doing this week in, week out now. So what was that? Couple of things, actually, because I've been really thinking about it this week as to what what sort of flipped me over. The first thing I can think of is I, this feels so old, I went to Pods Up North. Uh, a podcast event took place in Manchester. It was in 2019. I think it was November 2019. Those good old days when we could sit in a room together. And I was sitting in that room. And what I'm about to say, I say with absolutely no disrespect to the speakers, the organisers, anybody involved. But I was in the audience, listening to the speakers on the stage, sitting there thinking, I know all this. This, this is, this is all what I know. You're not telling me anything brand new. Now, I wasn't thinking that in a smug way, like I'm so much better than all of you. No, that's not what I was thinking. And I wasn't thinking it in a, they're not very good way either. I was thinking, God, they're really good. I was thinking it in a, heck, I belong here. I'm on their level. And that scared me a little bit as well, because I was beginning to accept that I knew what I was talking about a little bit. But also at the same time, I was just like, why am I not putting myself forward for things like this? Why am I always in the audience? I should be putting myself forward to be being on the stage, not because I should be on the stage and adored, but because I have knowledge and I have value. So that was the first kind of chink in my imposter syndrome going. I can't think of a better way of saying it. And then two days later, so that was on the, that was the Friday night and the Saturday day, and then the Saturday night part A, woo woo. And then on the Monday, I went down to London, that there London, and went to Radio TechCon. Now this was a very different event to Pods Up North. So Radio TechCon is an event for radio and audio techie, engineering type people. I went on a bursary ticket and I was utterly expecting it to be so far above my knowledge. So much so I almost bailed. But because I'd been given this bursary ticket, um, I was like, I can't, I can't let them down. I've been, they, they, they believe in me to go. So I'm going to go. Oh, I was shaking walking into that room. But again, when I was sitting in the audience surrounded by... <laughs> not to do a stereotype, but sitting in the audience surrounded by predominantly men, there was no cue for the ladies. No 
queue for the ladies. That needs to change. I want to see more women at events like this so that there can be a queue for the ladies. Anyway, I was surrounded by predominantly men who I'm going to describe as don't really see an awful lot of daylight. I had a revelation. Now, this was not the same. I know all this moment that I had at Pods Up North. It was actually, uh, ah, I get what's being said here. I'm following all of this. I'm understanding this. I'm learning stuff here. I belong here too. So these two conferences and those kind of moments that kind of just allowed me to go, yeah, this this could be, not could be, this is your space. This is your space, Charlotte. They were the start of my journey to shushing the imposter syndrome. The next part was a conversation with fellow podcaster, he's my friend now, and also one of the Pods Up North co-founders, Ant McGinley, that was had on New Year's Eve 2019. So 2019 going into 2020. Oh, I remember that day. All the excitement we had talking about the big plans for 2020. Oh, the innocence. Um, but we had a lovely, we had a great conversation about lots of stuff. And in fact, I told him about my Pods Up North revelation. And that felt really awkward going, by the way, Ant, all those speakers you booked, this is what I thought. And he totally got it. And he, we had a really good conversation. I don't think he realises quite how important that conversation was for me and my confidence, actually. And then I've begun hanging out with podcasters more in general. But in particular, I really want to highlight um, Mike's podcast club, which has now been on Zoom for quite a while and actually easier for me to get to on Zoom because in person it was in Manchester, which again, that's created by another Pods Up North co-founder, Vic Turnbull. She's awesome. Go find her on Twitter. Go find her. Go find Mike's uh, podcast club. In fact, I'll link it in the show notes. It's such good fun. I think it's the second Wednesday of every month. So we've just had one this week. We all hang out on Zoom. Sometimes there's gin. Sometimes I'm there in a Christmas jumper. Most days I'm there in a Christmas jumper. It's fun and it's podcasters of all stages, all places. And it's a really lovely community where we talk, share knowledge, ask questions. And there's no kind of one person knows all the answers. And it's just a really good community. I love it, love it, love it. And that helped me find my place as well and believe that I'm okay. I do belong here. I have a right to be here. And then, in a very strange way, the pandemic kind of helped me. Well, no, help's the wrong word. Help, it forced me to have no choice but to go all in on the podcast. So, had to do it. Had to do it. I had to get a message out there and I knew that the podcast was the best way to do it. So, I had no choice. Had to do it. And as I mentioned in last week's episode, the more you do something, the more you start to believe in yourself. Now, please don't get me wrong here. There are weeks that I think I'm not good enough, that I worry about what I've put out, that I worry still that I'm going to get found out. But actually, I now know how to cope with it a little bit more. So this is what I do to shush the podcaster imposter syndrome. And I've stolen these from blogs and books. I think I've bought all 588 results on Amazon at one point. I have downloaded every kind of thing to kind of help myself. So first of all, I list the things I've achieved, which prove I am a proper podcaster. 
For example, I've recorded and edited some audio. I've uploaded it to a podcast host for distribution. That's what a proper podcaster does. So that makes me a proper podcaster. Seriously, I am podcasting. That makes me a proper podcaster. And then I remind myself, "Mm -hmm, there's no such thing as a proper podcaster, just a podcaster. It's a bit like running, right? Because even after competing in half and full marathons and finishing them and finishing them in one piece, I would tell people, no, I'm not a proper runner. Don't be daft. I'm not a runner. I haven't just done 26.2 miles. No, that's not what runners do. I'm not one of them. Don't worry. There's no certification for becoming a proper runner. There's no qualification for becoming a proper runner. You put one foot in front of the other. And if you do that vaguely faster than if you were just ambling along, looking around, do you know what? That's running. You are a runner. It's the same with podcasting, but with less moving. So if you are putting a podcast out, you are a proper podcaster. If then I'm worrying that I'm not as clever as other podcasters, do you know what? I make space, I make time to learn what I think I don't know. I mentioned in last week's episode that I'm a member of quite a few um, podcast groups on Facebook and some of them are super geeky. Said with love and kindness, obviously, but some of them um, are like the editing ones and they talk about all sorts of like sound engineering level stuff. And I read them and I go, pretty sure that's in English. In fact, I recognize the words. Can I understand that sentence? No, I can't. And I go, okay, how can I learn to understand that sentence? And that's what I do. I go, do I do I understand it? No. Should I understand it? I don't know. I'm going to look into it a bit further. No, I don't need to know that. Or actually, that could be do that could be useful. I'm going to learn it. So I use it to learn and understand where my knowledge gaps are. A lot of the time, I realise I do actually know what I didn't think I knew. But of course, there are times that I didn't know what I thought I didn't know. I think that's known as a known unknown. Who knows? So actually, recognising I didn't know something and then learning it is beneficial. So sometimes imposter syndrome pushes you in the right direction. And you know what else I like to do when... When I'm having those days when I think I'm not good enough, I don't know how I've managed to do this so far. I'm going to get found out pretty soon. I read the testimonials and reviews that clients and listeners have left for me. And it reminds me that, you know what? This hasn't been a fluke because I'd have been found out by now. I hope. No, I definitely, I would have been found out by now if I was going to get found out. If you're on a diet, I'm just going to warn you, cake is going to be mentioned a lot. So if you're on a diet, imagine the cake is made out of, I don't know, lettuce. Yeah, good, good. So how can imposter syndrome affect your podcast? Well, there's a few ways it can. And there's a few ways it can derail your podcast altogether. First off, if you're not believing in yourself, in your authority or your ability, then you're going to struggle to start podcasting and being consistent with your podcast because you won't want to do it. You won't want to do it because you won't want people to judge you. You won't want people to come out and listen to you. You won't want any of that because if you're not believing in your authority, you're expecting nobody else to believe in your authority. And 
even when you do manage to get the podcast out there, are you going to even tell people it's there? If you don't tell people it's there, nobody will listen to it, which is kind of what you're wanting in your inner voice, yeah? And then your inner voice, which is telling you you're a fake, you're a fraud, you're lucky to have got this far. Do you know what? It's then going to tell you that it's right because no one's listened to your podcast because you've not told anyone because you're scared of people hearing it. Do you see that vicious circle? Do you see it? I don't want that. Uh, You don't want that either. Or maybe you're on that perfectionist level. So you're spending weeks, months, however long making sure that that podcast is perfect, over perfect, too perfect. You're never going to get it done on time each week. You end up hating it and you stop. Again, that's not what you want and it's certainly not what I want for you. So there's a real opportunity for imposter syndrome to come along and just derail your podcast and nobody wants that. So how can you deal with this and then overcome these feelings of being a fraud, not being good enough, not valuing your authority? Number one, create an achievement list. I've blatantly stolen this from one of my clients, TJ Dow. She has the Spark to Your Success podcast. Now, it's aimed at teenagers, but this not a teenager, clearly Gen Xer, gets a fair bit from it too. A couple of weeks ago on the podcast, as I was editing away, TJ was explaining the concept of an achievement list. It works like this. You write down everything you've done over a certain amount of time. It could be everything you've done over the last hour, everything you've done since you've got up this morning, everything you've done for the last 24 hours, everything you've done over the space of a week, a month, your whole life, what, whatever. And it can and indeed should be everything you've achieved. And I mean everything from... I got out of bed. I've made my bed. I had a shower. I ate breakfast. I made a cup of tea without pouring boiling water all over myself and scalding myself. I got to work safely, cycling safely, drove there safely, whatever. That level of this is what I've done. Because when you sit down and think about all the things you've done successfully without thinking about it, it's a huge amount of things that we have done in one one hour even. I've managed to make a cup of tea without scalding myself. You say, Charlotte, you're 40 years old. You should be able to do that. Mm. The reason I put I had a shower this morning and was successful in my shower is because I ended up in A&E one time after having a shower because I fell out of the shower. Okay, so every day I don't fall out of the shower as a grown up and end up at A&E having my foot x-rayed. Every day I manage to not do that. That's a win. Okay, that is a win. So we've worked out our achievement list. Now, what I want you to do is a podcast achievement list. Shush now, if you're now saying to me, oh, but I've done nothing towards my podcast, nothing. It's all just in my head. Proper Kevin the Teenager style there. Well, actually, that's a lie because you have done something towards your podcast. You're listening to this podcast. So write down listened to turn up the volume on your voice as an achievement. Now, I'm not saying listening to this is an achievement because, you know, it's a tough listen. It's really hard to get through, but it's a positive 
action you are taking in your podcast journey. And let's be honest, you are listening to to this because you want to start a podcast or you want your podcast to be better or something you want to do with your podcast. You're not listening to it for my sparkling personality, my hilarious jokes, or I don't know what else. I mean, there's a chance you're listening to it out of pity, but I doubt that because not even my mum listens to my podcast out of pity. Love you, mum. She won't hear that. She's not listening. She doesn't even pity me for podcasting. (laughs) So put that down on your podcast achievement list, yeah? You have taken action towards your podcast by listening to this podcast. Ticket, ticket, well done. Then anything else that you have done to move forwards in your podcasting journey. I know that sounds a bit X Factor. Here's your podcast journey gone. But seriously, anything that you have done that has moved your podcast in a positive way, that could be listening to other podcasts, coming up with ideas and writing them down, downloading chapter one of my podcast planning toolkit. <laughs> shameless, 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 shameless plug. If you want it, it's on my website, charlotte-foster.co.uk. Maybe another positive action that you've done is following me on socials. Ah, she never stops. Charlotte Foster Podcast is who you're looking for. Or any other podcast coaches, if you want to. Uh, Maybe further down the line, you have started actually planning your podcasts. You've thought about guests you want on your podcast. You've thought about approaching them. You've figured out how you're going to approach them. You've looked at different software you can use to record your podcast or you are recording your podcast. Every single thing you have done to do with your podcast, write it down and look at what you have achieved. Look at them. Look at them all. I think that deserves a pat on the back and cake. Podcast cake. There's no calories in podcast cake. There is, but it tastes good. So we've done our achievement list and we've worked out, actually, we're pretty darn good at this. We've done this, this, this and this. Because remember, there's no such thing as a proper podcaster. There's just podcasters. And if you're doing that, you are a podcaster. Okay, good. Now we're going to look at facts because I love a fact. Fact. Hashtag fact. If you have started your podcast, be honest with me. What have been those terrible consequences? What are the awful things that have happened because you've started a podcast? I'm here all year. Exactly. I bet nothing terrible has happened. But I'm willing also to bet there's been some positives. What I want to know is, have you had any feedback? Have you had any reviews, any ratings on your podcast, responses from people? What are they saying? I'm going to suggest that in the main, you're getting positive stuff, yeah? And if you've not had any reviews yet, ask people for a review on your podcast. I'm sure in all the podcasts you're listening to, you have heard people ask people to leave a review. Other podcasters, that is, like in their podcasts to say, oh, leave me a review, leave me a review. So do it. Ask people for a review. It's as simple as this. So if you've enjoyed listening to this podcast, leave us a review. See, I even put on my voice then. I put on the voice. And if, you know, if you would like to leave me a review, I would love that. In fact, I would love some more reviews of this podcast because reviews actually really do make me do a little dance as long as they're good. Um, 
maybe a bad review will make me do a bad dance. Let's not test that theory. Honestly, reviews make me feel all warm inside. Uh, And if you do leave a review, I will do a dance and I'll put that dance on my Instagram reels. Sounds like a deal? I think that's a deal. Oh, and um, P.S., next week's episode, I'm going to look at how you deal with negative reviews, trolls and people that just want to bring you down. So please, please, please don't let the fear of a negative review stop you from asking for reviews. Here's a spoiler alert. You're not everybody's cup of tea. If you were, you'd be a mug or something, whatever that saying is. But you're not everyone's cup of tea. And you don't want to be everyone's cup of tea. Not everyone likes tea even. Now, they're weird. People who don't like tea are weird. But you're not everyone's cup of tea. You don't want to be everyone's cup of tea. Most people who don't like you won't leave a negative review. In the same way that most people who like you won't leave a positive review. It's an effort. So the ones that do leave a negative review are generally just a little bit sad. And that's how we're going to leave it until I tell you more about that next week. And while we're on facts, hashtag facts, I want you to look at the cold hard facts. Are there things you should improve on? So sometimes imposter syndrome is actually telling you you need to work on this a little bit more. You do. You do. And then you go, oh, actually, yeah, I do. You're right. That could make that a load better. Oh, I'll do that. So looking at those cold, hard facts, looking at what you could, should improve on and then make a plan to do so. And then once you've made that plan to to make improvements, add to your achievement list. I made a plan to make improvements, then have more cake. I did warn you there was a lot of cake talk, but honestly, every step that you make that is a positive step Even if that positive step is making a plan to do something, you've taken positive action. Following up on that gives you another tick and more cake. So there are negatives, but it's just about bringing those negatives round. So essentially, what I want you to hear in this episode, take it home with you and just hug it. I don't know if you can hug a feeling, but essentially the feeling I want you to have when you finish listening to this is an understanding that essentially if you podcast, you are a podcaster. You are a proper podcaster. Note down and then celebrate all your achievements. Note them down. Having them written down, pen and paper, not typey, typey, typey. Typey, typey, typey. It made sense. Not writing them down on your phone, not writing them down on a keyboard, write them down pen and paper because there's some kind of cognitive thing that writing it down keeps it in your head longer. I think it's the physical act of writing. I might have just made that up, but it sounds plausible. So we'll go with it. Write down your achievements and then celebrate them. Ignore the negative Nelly voice. Negative Nelly, no. Tell her to shush, shush, shush. I love shushing, shush, shush. That's what I do on a Sunday night when my husband decides to talk all the way through line of duty. That's divorce material, right? That is divorceable. Shush. So shush your negative Nelly voice by replying to negative Nelly voice with all the factual reasons why old Neggy Pants Nelly is wrong. And you've got them because you've got your achievement list written down and you've got your feedback from people that are listening, your clients, whoever it is, you've got all that. Have it in a place that you can 
reach it quickly and you can just get that going and go, hey, Neggy Nelly, shush, shush. And you're not just doing it and then go, oh, I'm saying that, but oh, I've got nothing to back it up with. You've got the backup. You've got the evidence. It's there. Oh, I'm getting all passionate now. Decide which bits negative Nelly isn't being negative on, but she's just pushing you in the right direction. The ones that you need to improve on, because there will be some areas that you need to improve on. Heck, there's areas I need to improve on, but make the plan to do that and get better. And then celebrate getting better with more cake. Cake, 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 cake. Self-doubt is a natural part of life. It is. I'm sorry, but it is. And of course, it's going to be something you're experiencing in podcasting. I experience it every now and again. I just go, oh, was that right? Did I do that? Well, you can see here at half the time of the episodes I put out, I just leave it in, don't I? My little chats to myself. But it's going to happen. And let's be honest, podcasting in particular is so stripped back. It's so raw. It's so intimate as well. The conversation you have with someone on a podcast, you are putting yourself out there. And you're putting yourself out there to a worldwide audience. That is meant to sound exciting, not terrifying, by the way. But sometimes even when I think about it, oh, yes, yeah, a worldwide audience. Uh, the whole world has got access to this. If you're not a bit nervous about that, what on earth is wrong with you? Or can I just drink whatever you're drinking, please? Saying that, nerves should encourage you, not stop you. And yes, I know it's really easy to say this, but... You've got to, you've got to take a little bit of responsibility, a little bit of suck it up. What's that? Feel the fear and do it anyway. Yeah, let's do that. And in fact, what I think we should be doing is flipping imposter syndrome round. And rather than calling it imposter syndrome, maybe look at it as encourager syndrome. So encouraging you and me, because I'm just as guilty, encouraging you and me to grow, to learn more, achieve more and be better than we are. We can all be better than we are. That's not saying we're rubbish. It's just going, do you know what? Let's go to the next level. Let's go to another level. Let's go to another level. Let's see how far we can go. Let's see how far we can grow. Let's push ourselves. Now, not push ourselves to the brink, not burn ourselves out, but understand that actually let's do a little bit more learning. Keep learning. So encourager syndrome is what we're going to do. I'm going to encourage you and me to look at how far we've come and let's celebrate those achievements. And of course, encourage the consumption of cake. So I'm going to be talking about this loads on um, on my socials this week, in fact, and I'm probably going to talk about it in my emails as well. So I want you to uh, to follow me on social media. On Instagram, I am Charlotte Foster Podcast. Same on Facebook. On LinkedIn, you can find me, Charlotte Foster, and I've declared myself the podcast queen. I mean, heck, imposter syndrome has gone on LinkedIn. Charlotte Foster Podcast Queen. And you can also find me on Twitter at CF Podcast. But I think this is one of the things I'm going to be banging on about it over the next week or so about how we should turn imposter syndrome into encourager syndrome instead follow me let me know if there's anything you want to know a bit more about challenge me even and leave a review and i'll do a dance on instagram reels that's a promise look after yourself until next week mm-hmm.